Hello, Get Booked listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's Hand Cell is Sankofa by Chibundu Onuzo. This is a novel that came out earlier this year that I haven't had a chance to talk about on the show yet, so here we are. And it is literary fiction, and I'm super excited about it before I tell you exactly why. Let us hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Wife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone. But, you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now, he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so this is contemporary fiction. It is about a woman named Anna who lives in London, and we meet her when she is, you know, like later middle-aged. Her daughter is grown and in her 20s. Uh, she is now separated from her husband who cheated on her. And she's she's been a homemaker and a wife for a really long time and sort of doesn't really know what to do with herself. And one of the things that we learn about Anna is that she is biracial. Her mother was white, who she grew up with in England, um, Welsh specifically. And she knows that her father was West African and was somebody that her mother met, you know, as a teenager. But she doesn't know anything else about her father. Um, Her mother really never told her anything. And she just stopped asking after a while. 
But her mother has died and left her some things. And as she's going through those things, she finds her father's student diaries that he actually left his diary with her mother when he went back to West Africa. And she just she never knew. She never realized. So she starts reading them and she meets, you know, this 20-something version of her father, and starts thinking about, like, I'm going to try to find him. And as she researches, she discovers that he became the president and also has been referred to as a dictator of the nation of Bamana in West Africa, and he's still alive. And so she has to decide, like, A, does she want to meet this person? B, who is he? Because the person that she's reading about in the diaries is very different from the person who has become the leader of this country, as far as she can tell. And so, like, and A and C, like, how is she even gonna get in touch with him? Like, he's he's fancy. Like, he's got you know an entourage and guards and security, and it's not like she can just like call him up out of the phone book. And she's also deeply unsure about whether or not this is a good idea. She hasn't really taken initiative on a lot of things in her life, which she doesn't feel great about, but it's also a really hard habit to break. Um, So you're following her on this journey of trying to figure out, you know, what it means to reconnect or connect in the first place with somebody you don't really know who has such an important part in creating your life, but then wasn't a part of it at all. You see her working to reconcile, you know, the way she was brought up by her white mother, the racism that she's experienced as a biracial person in England. You see her struggling to deal with, you know, the person that her father has become. And I will say that the ending of this book left me sort of like, I don't know if unsettled is the right word, but like it's ambiguous. Like the conclusions that Anna comes to I don't know how I would feel in her place. And that's, I think, part of the genius of this book is that there are not simple answers for any of these questions that Anna is asking herself. It's very difficult for her to sort out, like, yeah, what's the truth? What does she care about? How does she want to reconnect if she wants to connect at all? I mean, it is. And she finds herself in these complicated situations that she's really out of her depth. And she has to just do the best she can. And what does that look like? So there, it is a book that there aren't easy answers. And there aren't even necessarily answers. There's only what you decide for yourself, what Anna decides for herself. And it's a very interesting and very thought-provoking look at all of these questions you know, identity, um, legacy, family, what does what do any of those things mean? So I just thought the writing was beautiful. The characters are fascinating. It is a very sort of quiet but intense read. So if that's an experience you like in your book, definitely that is a reason to pick it up. Y'all, I was doing like a little double checking of things this morning and I discovered that the author, Chibundu Onuzo, is also a very talented singer and made an official single for Sankofa, which I'm going to leave a link to in the show notes. You must watch. I demand that you watch it, whether or not you're going to read the book, because it's a beautiful song. The video is awesome. And I'm just sort of awed by the many talents of Onuzo. Like, wow. Like, what a creative and interesting person to have done all of these things, to have written this book and created that music. Um, Onuzo has other books that I'm definitely definitely going to be seeking about. Uh, So yes, so if, you know, 
who is this book for? This book is for people, like I said, who love contemporary fiction, who are interested in stories about family and how we connect with them or don't connect with them. If you are interested in, you know, West African or African stories, this has a lot of interesting stuff about the political history of that region and the various ways that colonialism has impacted it and that it is, you know, still dealing with the effects of colonialism today. It is very much a story about a woman trying to figure out who she is, which I know is another thread that we get written into a lot. And if you're looking for older characters, there's so many reasons to pick up this book, obviously. There's a lot of reasons. So again, this is Sankofa by Chibundu Onuzo. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, Thanks so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who is possibly magic. Thank you all for listening. Super appreciate you. If you would like more book recommendations, you can have those. They are at bookriot.com. We have our other podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. And if you would like to email us, you can do that. Get booked at bookriot.com. Send us in your reading recommendation questions for the main show, feedback, whatever, pet pictures, you know, you know the drill. If you would like to review us, you can do that on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and or Podchaser. Really anywhere you can do that. We appreciate the feedback. Uh, And you can find us online in between shows. I am on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we'll talk to you again soon. 